lot of things been on my mind lately A lot of things I've been ruminating and contemplating A lot of things have been stolen and taken by Satan A lot of things I don't know about, I'm just trying to make it But he can't phase me, forget the 10 My Lord God made me, I ain't talking Mike Gill Word to the underground, yeah we making noise And if you didn't know about us, yeah we them boys We be spitting smoke Alright and welcome to the Heavy Revy Show I'm your host Oswe Ibarra And we are another segment on Wednesday's Word from the Wise Super, super, super pumped to have Chandra on with us. Chandra, say what's up. Oh, what's up, guys? Yeah, super pumped. Uh, uh, Chandra and I, we recently were talking about branding for Freedom Church, which, by the way, if you don't have an awesome church to go to and you're in Woodland Park, come check out Freedom Church because that's where it's at. Um, but, man, we were talking, and then uh, somehow we got into your testimony and just yeah. how you got uh, really close with Joe and Tessa, and it was just awesome just to see from where you were from when you first came to you know now you launching out just doing amazing things like i remember uh chandy with braces and chandy and p1 training those are a lot of fun fun times but man i'll just man the 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 testimony and story that you have chandra is just awesome and i just love it and so let's go ahead and let's dive right in by first just tell us a little bit about it let's just start from there yeah so i um I could start just kind of even I came out yeah. um I came out from Kansas straight out of high school. I came out to Bible college and it was that's a whole nother story of how I even heard from the Lord to do that. But he was so faithful in getting me here and when I got here it just became a journey of its own. So I came out right out of high school and didn't go pursue sports, which I had scholarships to do. Mm. And um and I came here for music, which I had never done, <laughs> which was really interesting. I taught myself guitar. Wow. So um, so I came out here to do that and uh, just didn't, I mean, I grew up in church, so I had a few, I had a few things that I knew, I knew uh, to get plugged in in the local church, which is important. Yeah. Um, and then I was just, I just started at, uh, I started Bible college and um, I was, I just felt that I was here to lead worship and I didn't mm. know exactly what that was going to look like. I always had a heart for the local church. And so I came out here pursuing that. Yeah. And, um, so I auditioned, um, for guitar and and then I was a part of the choir when we still had a choir and it was just, I made reserves is what they called it. The reserves, um, on guitar. So I never really was on stage for that, but (laughs) (laughs) I mean that we had, it was crazy. It was like, we had so many acoustic guitar players. Wow. And again, I just, all of this is going to kind of be pointing back to God's timing, his timing yeah. and just following his will. And so I believe the year he called me out here and me just saying yes to that timing mm. just started. I mean, it was in effect, everything else followed yeah. because I came the year I came and listened and mm. obeyed. Yeah. And I believe I've talked to a lot of people about this, right? You know, recently about timing. It's like, yeah. you know, the Lord might've called you to do some great things, but is he telling you to do that now mm. or where does he have you now? So, I came out audition on the guitar my first time um, being on stage, and I'll jump into kind of when I started meeting Tessa, Joe and Tessa, yeah. my pastors now. But um, so I was on stage for the first time for a women's conference, Women, uh, women Arise, and I was an acoustic two player, and it was really awesome. So I was kind of like the small fish. I mean, sorry, yeah, small fish in a big pond is what it felt like. <laughs> and um, sorry, I keep hitting this chord. Oh, that's cool. So we, um, so yeah, I just remember. Um, when, when Tessa walked in, uh, she just walked in and was super bubbly, super awesome. Didn't know her, but she knew quite a few people there. And so whenever I was just there kind of learning, I'd already like seen all of the notes that she had made 
and in the planning side of things and was already just like, oh my gosh, like this, this person knows what they're doing. This is amazing. (laughs) And so I was already like, just, wow, that's amazing. And so, um, and so when she came, she was giving direction to the band and I was watching. I just remember the very first thing that I thought was, oh my gosh, like Mm. I want to be like her someday. (laughs) Like I'm going to grow up and be like that, like that too. So, um, so we, uh, I was just one of the, I always tell this part because it's really cool, but we're in the band setting and we're practicing what a beautiful name. And it comes to this point and I like, in my head, I heard, oh my gosh, like whenever we go back to the bridge, we need to do a drum part. And I was like, but you know, this is my first time on stage. I'm not going to say anything. I'm just going to kind of sit here and smile and look pretty, do my part. And it was so crazy. Right in that same moment, she turned around and she goes, okay, guys, I really feel like we were supposed to do a drum part here. So let's go back and do this. And I just was like, oh my gosh, like we think alike too. This woman's amazing. And so it's really crazy. So we just connected throughout that conference. And one of the nights we were talking and in the middle of us talking and just kind of sharing things with each other, she just stopped mid sentence and was like, this is crazy. I don't know what this means. I feel like the Lord is saying, we're going to be connected. We're going to be doing ministry or something like that. I was ready. Mm. Like I was like thinking in my head, I'm like, oh my gosh, I'm going to do an internship under you. Do you have internships at your church? Like, what do you do? And, and she was just kind of like, well, um, kind of. And she didn't, but she said it cause she was like, maybe, you know, and right, I was right. like, I'm going to do an internship under you. Like, I don't know what that looks like. Maybe I'll move to Oklahoma, all this stuff. It's just, it was crazy. And so I just mm. remember telling a few people in my, in my life and the church I was at at the time, I was like, man, I met this amazing person. I'm going to grow up. I'm going to be like her and mm. not really, but I'm just going to learn from her. Yeah. I just know I want to, I want to like, I, I really want to like know what she knows. I want her to pour into my life and I don't know what that looks like. And at the time I had even been praying First, um, my first and second year out here, I've been praying for God. I want somebody in my life, like a mentor, mm-hmm. like a Paul. Yeah. You know, I believe you can have a Paul, you can have uh, like a Barnabas, yeah. and then you have a Timothy. Yeah. And so it's like, okay, Lord, who's who's my Paul? Who's speaking in my life? Who's my friend? Who's my peer yeah. that is really just going like, to kind of walk this through with me? And then who's my Timothy? Who am I pouring into? And so I was praying for that. <clears throat> and so fast forward to second year, I yeah. just, um, I, I was, I was, it was, it was a really crazy time. I was knowing in my heart that I was going to be shifting from where I was at in my church. And I'd already stepped down from the worship there and I yeah. didn't really know why I was doing more with the youth. And mm. so that was really awesome. Um, but I just remember, I was like, man, like, Lord, what are you doing? And I, I remember he, he gave me a picture of a big pot and it was empty in a little pot and it had a plant mm-hmm. in it. And he was like, okay, I've just had you in this little pot. I've had you here yeah. growing and developing and it's mm-hmm. been a safe place for you, mm-hmm. but I'm replanting you. I'm taking you and putting you in a bigger pot so that you can continue to grow. Mm-hmm. Cause you've kind of, you've done what you can and that's amazing. And yeah. I'm so thankful for the time that I had there, but I just remember him saying that. And so, um, and so I'd gone on one missions trip over spring break and came back and the person I had led worship with was actually a worship leader um, at a smaller church up here. Wow. And when, when I came back, he asked me, he was like, so, um, so are you, uh, would, would you come like just guest lead with me yeah. at church? I mean, we had a great time, you know, leading, leading on the missions trip and it'd be really awesome. And I was like, absolutely. Cause I was, I was um, still up here just spending the night cause I didn't have time to go back down to Colorado Springs. So so I remember I led that morning. He literally told me, he was like, mm. I've been praying. I've been feeling like it's time for me to shift. Yeah. 
and and move and I would love for you to be the worship leader here and so mm. this is during my second year so I'm like okay I've had a year <laughs> you know I kind of been like getting to do a little bit on stage and it's really awesome and like yeah this is uh, okay the Lord's been showing me there's a move coming mm. and worship leading is like I know he's calling me to do that this would be a great place to do it it's a small right. church it's not too much mm. pressure it's a smaller team to work with wow this is okay so I said, I'll pray about it. <laughs> and, um, which was, thank God. Cause I was, I was really tempted to just be like, yeah, this is right. But yeah. I was like, well, let me pray about it. And Real quick before, yeah, like, absolutely. what kind of got you to just even pause and like legit, just pray about it. Cause you know what I mean? Like, yeah. especially for, I know it's always been in your heart to, to do that. Like mm-hmm. you said, like to worship in the, the local church and just a small mm-hmm. place like that. And it's perfect. What kind of made you just to say, you know what? I'm just going to pray about it. You know, even though like, it's easy to like, oh, opportunity. Let me, let me snatch it. Yeah. I think. Honestly, um, I actually was going to talk to my pastors about it first. That's uh, why. I see. And okay. so for me, I was like, I'm, I'm committed where I'm at. And I think mm. that's, you know, a beautiful thing because where you're at, you, you know, your heart, your energy goes towards. Um, but when the Lord has you move on, it's important. Right. But I think, you know, we hear this all the time up here in, in the bubble. But we hear this about, you know, you are going to enter a place the way you leave a place. Mm, and so I definitely wanted to just be sure, okay, so I'm just going to, I'm just going to double check because I loved the youth I was leading at. I mean, yeah. it was an amazing opportunity and, and, uh, the girl who's the youth pastor who still is there mm. is an amazing friend. And just, um, I loved working with her and, and we worked well and I loved the youth that were leading with me on team. And so I just think for me, it was kind of like, okay, this, I, I I think this is right, but I'm going to ask people in my life, right? I'm going to yeah. seek godly counsel. I think that was yeah. my main thing is like, um, for whatever, I just, yeah. I, and whether it was just about huh. the spirit of God that I was like, uh, I'm going <laughs> to pray about it. Um, but I definitely, definitely was cautious to take that step before, um, yeah, before I knew it was right because I was, I was mm. happy where I was at. And I knew that that was also a place God had me. And so I just want to be sure timing was sure. right. Probably right. was main, mainly one of the main things. And so, um, so yeah, so he asked me that and I just said, I'm going to pray about it. I'm about yeah. to leave on a missions trip actually. And I was, I was about to go to Germany and I was like, I'm leaving here in a few days on a missions trip. And so just let me pray about it and um, I'll get back to you. Mm. And so he said, okay, yeah, no worries. And one of my friends at the time I'd asked him, I said, I said, man, I, I'm kind of struggling. I don't know. Like this, mm. this kind of looks right. And I feel like the Lord has been telling me that there's a shift coming. Like, what do you think? And he was like, man, he goes, it's really weird. Cause he came up to the building with me. He's yeah, yeah. a sound guy too. And he was like looking at everything and he goes, it's really weird. He goes, I can see you leading worship here, Yeah. but I don't know that this is right. Huh. But like, I can actually like, I, like if I close my eyes, I can see you leading worship here mm. at this building. Like I can see it. So I, he goes, I don't know. Like, I don't know what to tell you. And so anyways, I go on my missions trip and I'm there. It was an amazing time. I mean, it's just an amazing experience to get away Um, And especially, I mean, again, the timing of this was amazing. It gave me that space to just like take that time and actually seek God on this. And so it was in a moment of worship where I was, um, it was in all German. And so I wasn't singing anything. I was just (laughs) being still and quiet. And in a moment of worship that was so powerful and it was such a clear note. Like, Mm. like I say it like this, if I've ever heard the audible voice of God, like this wasn't it, but it was close. Wow. Wow. (laughs) Like it was such a clear no, like this isn't right. And so I was like, man, okay. So I was okay. (laughs) 
So I went back and um, and they give us a couple buffer days, jet sure. lag and stuff. My first day back was a Thursday, and I and so adding all of this together from like one of the breaks I took and went back to Kansas, um, and then and then going, you know, coming and being there for a few days, and then yeah. going back. Uh, I was on another trip on spring break, and then I came back and then went, you know, to Germany and came back. So I just really hadn't been been here in town very much, yeah. and so I came back. And the first day back at school, I was um, playing at healing school, okay. which is on a Thursday afternoon. And so it was after school and everything. And I found the guy who was uh, the worship leader currently at that at that church. And I just said, hey, um, I just want to let you know, you know, I was on my trip. And I, yeah. I don't know why, but mm. I said, no. Like, I just mm. know it's not right. And he said, oh, my gosh, like... But like, can you tell me, like, is there anything I can do different? Like, is it, do you know, do you need, do you need more time with the pastor? Do you need, and like, even prior to all of this, like I had talked to my pastors at the time and I said, what do you guys think about like, this is an offer that's been like Mm. given to me. And I I just want to hear your hearts. And both of them, both of them were actually very cautious about this move too. And they were both like, well, like, it's definitely an opportunity and that's awesome. But we just encourage you, you know, don't jump in feet first, you know, like mm. give it a trial period or something like that, but just pray. That's what they told me. They're like, you need to pray about this. And so I said, okay. So fast forward, I told him it's a no. And well, why? Like, do you know, like, what's the reason? I was just like, no, it's just, it's a no. I don't, I literally can't tell you why it looks right. It sounds like yeah. right, but uh, it's just a no. And so he's like, mm. okay, that same day. And, and I was on my way to set up to play that set in um, Tessa was there leading the worship. It was yeah. kind of like this one-off thing. It was like, I mean, you looked at all the sets and it was just like guest worship leader, Tessa Swearingen. And I was like, oh my gosh, like I love her. We haven't connected since like last year during the women's conference. And, and yeah. it was such a powerful moment. And there was just something, I can't wait to see her and talk to her. So it was like a hug before, but okay, let's get to work. So we do the worship set. It was super amazing and powerful. And afterwards I find her and I was like, oh my gosh. And actually I didn't tell you this before, but I had somebody at the same time that I told uh, the guy no. Yeah. Um, before I even got to connect with her, somebody was telling me that they were doing something. They, st- they were starting to do something on Saturday nights and they would love for me to be involved. Wow. And it was crazy. And I was like, huh. wow, really? And I, I didn't really like commit to it, but I was like, man, they were like, we, we want you to like consider being a part of this. And I was like, okay. Huh. I was like, well, I mean, maybe like, I know there's a shift coming and I know yeah, the yeah. other one. So I walk up um, to Pastor Tessa and I was like, hey, I said, oh my gosh, this is amazing. She goes, Oh my gosh. She goes, I have been looking everywhere for you. Mm. And I was like, what? Like, what do you mean? She goes, I've, I've literally, I've been looking everywhere for you for weeks. And I was like, for weeks. And she goes, where have you been? I was like, well, (laughs) I was in Las Vegas and then, you know, I was in Kansas and then I was in Germany, but I'm back. I'm here. And she goes, well, me too. I said, okay, this is awesome. I said, how long are you in town for? Mm. Because, um, or how long are you and Joe in town for? Like, I'm guessing your husband's here with you. Like, I would yeah. love to get coffee before you go go back because I knew that they lived in Tulsa, Oklahoma. And, mm-hmm. and she just kind of looked at me and she goes, nobody's told you. And I was like, <laughs> what? Like, what, what, what didn't they tell me? She goes, um, I live here now. Like, we moved mm-hmm. back. And I kind of looked at her and she goes, yeah, we moved back and we're starting a church. And, like, in that moment, wow. everything in me was like, oh, my gosh. It was like, that's what it is. And I just looked at her and I was like, can I be a part of that? Like, I feel like I'm supposed to be a part. And she was just like, that's why I've been looking for you. Like, I've been wanting to tell you about this. And I'm so excited. Mm. And so we really started our journey there. And it was, um, you know, one of the things like you pointed out, it was like, 
it, it all happened in the same day yeah. of me getting back, telling the guy, no, I didn't know why. Right. I didn't know that there was other opportunities out there. I didn't sure. know that another church, like, and it wasn't, and, and, and even me going and being a part of Freedom Church wasn't to do the worship. Like I remember telling mm-hmm. the Lord, just because I knew there was so much to learn from this woman and, and Pastor yeah. Joe as well. Like I saw wisdom on them. I saw something I wanted. Mm-hmm. And you go after that, you know, it's like somebody, they have, they have a level of something that I want. I want, like they have a relationship yeah. with God that I want. It's like, man, let me connect with those kind of people. Yeah. You become like who you're around. And so I was like, man, I I want that kind of worship. Like I want to be a worship leader like that. I want to walk in that anointing. I want to walk in that authority. I want, I want to lead like that someday. And so I was just, man, I knew it was right. And it was so crazy because both of us, neither of us knew, like she didn't know the timing of them moving back whenever we met that first year. And and she just said, there's a connection here. I just feel like we're going to be doing Mm. ministry. I don't know how to explain it. There's just a connection Mm. here. Like it was the spirit of God, like just mending our hearts together in that moment of like, man, like that's my spiritual mother. I mean, I mean, that's my spiritual mother and father. They're my pastors there, you know? And so, um, all, all that the Lord was doing, you know, he saw the end from the beginning, but in that moment, that day I went there and I just said no to the opportunity that looked right, the opportunity that sounded right. And actually was technically better than the opportunity I would have even had at Freedom Church. Mm. They have a worship leader. They have Tessa. They actually had another guy at the time who could play guitar. They didn't need me in a sense of Mm. it wasn't the position that would have been at the other church. And so, Mm. but it was, I was able to just, again, you follow the Lord not knowing what or when and it ended up you know fast forwarding it ended up saving my life but what's really cool about this too is um that same church that again i you know nothing against it wasn't anything that the lord was like there's nothing bad it was just no um because he had he had he had the church that i was supposed to go to he had the pastors for me and and they were here and and so i just remember um you know we they started they started the church uh at at Tessa's parents' house, and then they moved to another location. And my very first night of going, it was so crazy because I'm um, I messaged her and and had asked like, when are you meeting and where? And she didn't get back to me for a long time. And it was actually again, it was all such perfect timing. It gave me time, you know, that Thursday that that she told me that they were starting the church. I remember driving down. We had youth on Thursdays, and I mm-hmm. drove down and told Jacqueline. I was like, oh my gosh. I said, you're not gonna believe it. Joe and Tessa moved back and they're starting a church. And she just kind of looked at me and was like, all right. So we need to figure out how to tell the youth. <laughs> she, knew. she was like, dang it, I know she's gone. All and right. so, um, because I mean, I had already had it in my heart to go, you know, that, to yeah. follow to wherever they were, to right. just learn from them. It was just crazy. It was such a God thing. And so anyways, um, we ended up going, and the first night I went, they were in a place and they said, well, we don't know where we're meeting tomorrow, but, mm. um, but we're just believing God. So we'll keep everybody posted. And the roommate, my roommate at the time, her and I looked at each other and we we're like, we have a huge open floor plan at our place. And we're like, you can meet at our place. And so they met there for a little while and it was so powerful and so amazing. And that's, um, and, and I didn't even get involved doing anything in worship until wow. I officially left, um, the other church I was in. Wow. And I believe like the Lord just kind of saying that, like he showed me before, you know, when, when you're holding on to something good, yeah. like that's really awesome. But he's like, I have great things for you. But until you set that down, I can't put the great in your hands. Wow. And so huh. it's like, Lord, but I'm holding silver. I'm holding, you know, something <laughs> valuable. And he's like, that's amazing. But I have gold for you and I have jewels mm. for you. Um, and, and that is good. And you can hold on to that for long, as long as you want, but I have something better for you. Wow. And so, and, and that was the move for me. And so we ended up out of, after leaving, um, the place I was at, 
uh, in my house when yeah. we were meeting there. We ended up going into the same building uh, <laughs> that the church offered me the position, and I was leading worship there, <laughs> not wow. with the church, yeah, yeah. but with the, with the with the place God had me, mm. you know. And so it's just super powerful, you know, following like I didn't see any of this ahead yeah. of time. I didn't know they were moving back. I didn't I didn't even know that was in their heart to move to Woodland Park. Wow. I didn't know that was in their heart or in their future to start a church here. Sure. Like I thought they were going to be in Tulsa forever as for for as much as I knew. Right. Um and so for me it was just like it is just following the voice of God and yeah. trusting his timing. Mm. And it's like where I'm at now where I'm able to stand I have the job I have because um because the pastors in my life huh. um weren't scared to get in the mess with me. And wow. walk me through it. I have, I, I have the position I have. I'm, I'm the music director now at the church. Mm. You know, I'm the worship coordinator at the school. I'm doing all this amazing. I have all these amazing opportunities, yeah. and um, and it's simply like saying yes to God's timing for yeah. one, <laughs> and then um, and then and then just trusting when He says no, mm. even even if it looks right, even if it sounds right, and yeah. just trusting that. Um, and then watching what God does. I mean, mm. like the relationships I have in my life, you know, the people I have in my life, I'm surrounded by healthy people and mm. I'm surrounded, you know, and I'm an amazing church. Yeah. And I think that's important. This is a super side note, but one of the things I feel like the Lord showed me was, and I was talking to somebody at the school the other day and I said, this is like, this is, I think this is important for you to know because you're here, whether that's at a Bible college or a ministry right. school, or you get the word watching, you know, somebody amazing on TV, like that's mm -hmm. all amazing and you can get the word, but that's watering. Mm -hmm. That's all watering you. Mm -hmm. But if you're not planted somewhere, it's going to drown you. You mm -hmm. have to have soil yeah. if, you, if you're not planted somewhere. So I just believe that even in the faithfulness of being planted, you know, planted um, in the church I was prior to that, I had healthy pastors at the time who yeah. were able to pray over me mm. and just say, man, we're so excited for what God's going to do <laughs> with you and, and with this mentorship with Tessa. And I was like, what? Like, I didn't, <laughs> I didn't know, but they saw it, you know, like the yeah. Lord knew what he was doing. And so it's just, yeah, just saying yes huh. and trusting. That's powerful because like, you know, if you guys are listening and just, you know, really grasping the, the, just the depthness of this testimony, um, what's unique and powerful about it is just a lot of times we have things in our hearts. You know, I believe God puts dream and vision in our heart and we want to get there like yesterday. You know what I mean? But, you know, Chandra and her just taking the time and just being very patient, being in things that were not necessarily her calling, but now God has opened so many doors where you're able to do so many, you know, great things and you're making an impact, you know, at Freedom Church, you're making an impact at the school that made an impact in your life. You're yeah. making impacts now yeah. that have impacted you. You're able to sow back into it. You know what mm -hmm. I mean? Joe and Tessa have impacted your life. Now you're impacting their church. Karis Bible College has impacted your life. Now you're impacting the school. And it's beautiful because you did it without, you know, an agenda or without you trying to you know, I'm going to knock this door down. Yeah. God opened this door for you. And, you know, there's no one that can deny that just hearing your testimony that it was nothing you planned, but it was all God. And that's cool. I was so not qualified. <laughs> People tell me it's like, man, you know, I went through the, the training for what I'm doing. Yeah, yeah. But it's like, you know, God, I think, I think you probably know this saying. It's like God doesn't call the qualified. He qualifies the called. Mm -hmm. And when you give your heart and just say, okay, Lord. Like I'm, I'm just all in, I'm following you. You know, I met with a girl yesterday yeah. and we were talking about this. It's like, what's, you know, what's in the future for you? She goes, I don't know, but mm. whatever God tells me to do, I'm doing it. She's like, all I know is I am seeking God and every step he is provided for and every, you know, mm. and it's like, I, 
she literally doesn't know what's in her future, but what she does know is that like without God, yeah. this life is nothing. It's like you can mm. you can have everything else, but it, it's just when you give in to that process yeah. and allow, I think one of the biggest things, you know, that changed with me um, just really submitting myself under my pastors because even yeah. though I was at the other church, I wasn't. <laughs> I wasn't really like just in it and submitted. I don't really know if I knew what that looked like really mm, because, yeah. you know, you, you come out of your parents' house and you have your parents' God and you come out of your parents' home mm. and you have your parents' church. Yeah. So I'm out here and I'm like, okay, but who's my God? What's my church? What's, mm. what's my calling? What's my future look like? And yeah. it's like you get to discover all of this. Um, but the Lord, he doesn't leave you to do it alone. He creates us for relationships. So we have to have... Um, we have to have, you know, we, we, we have to have those people in our life who, mm. who are just, um, helping us along the way, helping, helping us with those decisions. I mean, I had pastors at the time helping me with the decision of the other church and stuff. And, and then just allowing my pastors to speak in my life. I mean, I, I, I literally would not have this job because mm. if you went by my track record and you went by my history and you went by the things I've done and the mm. things, you know, I didn't do, yeah. um, but it was simply saying, yes, God wants your heart. And he wants somebody who's going to have a humble, teachable heart. That's one of my prayers. Like, Lord, help help me stay humble. Help me stay teachable. Yeah. And he promotes you in the right time. And I think that's a big one, too, is just trusting uh-huh. that, no, like, if it's not my time right now, yeah, it's okay. This is actually a beautiful opportunity then to continue to work on the foundation or continue to work on my that's relationship right. with God. Like, I think, too, one of the things, you know, is is you get to see those those moments of I'm not there yet. Mm. This is an opportunity to build foundation. This is an opportunity to continue to build my relationship. This is an mm. opportunity to continue to build character and integrity and build trust with people around me. Amen. And I think that's just as important. I mean, that's what's going to keep you wherever you end up getting. Yeah. So huh. that's beautiful because, like, I know uh, I've talked to different people and people have talked to me as like, man, well, that's why I really feel like I should be in this this position already. I re- I feel like I really should be in this place. And not to knock anyone down who's who's shared things with me, but w- the difference that I hear from their story and your story is just the humility, just the humility, just to say, God, you know, wherever you have me. And so that's one thing I would encourage you guys that you know in this testimony really pull from is just being humble and just really truly being dependent on God in the sense of God, whatever you have for me, it's your timing, it's your calling, it's your direction, it's your voice that I'm following. And when we do that, you know, stop worrying about like, man, I, I want to be here. I want to be at Z right now. Focus on just following God through the A, B, C, D, all the way through. I'm not going to do the whole ABCs, okay? But um, it, it's it's awesome. It's awesome when we can just trust God, and it's awesome when, you know, Chandra, you have a testimony that can back that up and just really just show that, you know? Um, it's awesome. So praise the Lord. Uh, we're, com- we're kind of wrapping to an end, Chandra, and just one of the things I just want to ask, and I ask this to everyone on my guest, uh, 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 who's a guest on the podcast, but... Uh, what is one thing that you failed at and how have you grown from it or how has it made you better or however? And let me just give you a little context. Uh, those of you who are new to the <coughs> new to the podcast, reason I do this is because I just, again, want to point it out there that, uh, one, none of us have fully arrived. I believe we're not going to truly get there until we're up there with Jesus. Amen. Um, but a lot of times, and I know for myself in the past, I've allowed failure to be an excuse to quit. And I want to encourage you, that's not the case. You don't allow failure to make you stop because there's so many awesome people like Chandra, you know, that, you know, may have missed it, but you know what? God is still using her. And you know what? I believe God loves using people who are not perfect because uh, you said it perfectly. You know, God doesn't 
uh, call the qualified, he qualifies those he calls. So with all that, Jandra, what is one thing that you failed at? What have you learned from it? And just, yeah. Yeah, it actually, um, I think what I'll share is, if it's okay, it actually ties in perfectly with just my story and what I've been sharing. Yeah, yeah. Um, In the middle of my third year, uh, which honestly, I mean, back and forth, my entire first, second, third year, just living a life of like hiding my issues and mm. dealing with them on my own and never being free. And, and um, it actually came to a point where I had fallen um, my third year in the middle of worship school mm. when I'm supposed to be like, this is your year. We're sending you out to do great things. And um, I really, I fell and, uh, and, and, I mean, I messed up, and I don't know. Are you wanting detail or just? <laughs> That's up to you. Okay, you know? <laughs> I don't know. I, I mean, I could. I'm not afraid to, but um, but I don't know that it's. I mean, I don't know that it's just as important as it. It, yeah. it was a. It was a failure. <laughs> I mean, it's enough to get me kicked out of school. It was enough mm-hmm. that I, I should have been mm-hmm. technically mm-hmm. by rules and law kicked out of school. Um, if I would have been in a church, you know, where I didn't, in previous churches maybe, yeah, yeah. probably looked at me and been like, you gotta go. Like, mm. it's time to leave. Like, that was messed up. Yeah. Um, and I really, it, it was, it was so powerful though. Uh, somebody, this is one thing I learned from it. Anytime you go up with, um, with issues, either that you know other people are having or that you're having yourself, you know, when you go t- to other people, peers, yeah, yeah. is gossip. When you go up, it's not gossip. It's actually, it's it's healthy. That's how people mm. get help. Yeah. And so somebody told on me, they tattled. <laughs> and um, that's when actually Pastor Tessa sat me down and just pretty much, I mean, it was, it was a big deal. She sat mm. me down and just said, so what's going on? Like, what happened? Huh. And I think I sat there for 20 or 30 minutes, but... Um, I mean, she looked at me and just hmm. literally that was one of the things she said. And, and, and one of the things I said, I said, I'm just a failure. Like, mm. I feel like a failure. I messed up. Like, I did, like I've ruined it. I've ruined my future. Mm. I'm, you know, any previous job opportunity I have is done. You mm. know, any future I have in worship leading, mm, gone and over. Like, if yeah. anybody knew what I did, if they just knew what I did, you know, mm. one of those David things. Yeah. Man, if people just knew, God, I'm, it's over. And so... But she sat me down. I mean, the Lord totally, again, humility and being honest. Mm. And, and my heart was just, help me. Please help me. I don't know yeah. how to do this on my own. I don't I don't know how to get through this. I don't mm. know how to stop. I don't know. Like, whatever. I, I just, I, I'm, I'm yeah. yeah. And she goes, okay, you know. Um, actually, one of the most powerful things that she said to me was, um, she, you know, her, her she said, Pastor Joe and I are here to just help you. Mm. We're here to, 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 um, to cover you, not expose you. Yeah. But I just need you mm. to be honest with me every step of the way. So really, uh, one of the biggest things was vulnerability, yeah. accountability, <laughs> transparency, all of those things and being humble. Like it was a humbling experience to just feel completely exposed. Mm. You know, completely just like, man, it's all <laughs> out on the table now, the good, the bad, the ugly. Mm. And she just looked at me and was like, "We, I'm going to walk through every step of this with you. Wow. If you just give me your yes. And so the humility of just saying, okay, I messed up. Yeah. I'm owning it. I yep. did it. It was wrong. But like, I'm, I'm repenting completely and saying, mm. help me. I'm going to turn from it. And, and, and again, yeah. it was a daily walk and mm. I didn't do it perfect. Every time I fell again, <laughs> you know, but it was like, but, but the fact that I had somebody that I could be accountable to, yeah. 
Um, it changed everything. And it's like living a life now mm. where I'm not actually like, I'm literally not hiding anything. Like that's wow. such a good feeling. Yeah. You know, she looked at me and was like, freedom is real. You can experience freedom. And I was like, what? <laughs> Are you serious? I never knew that my whole life. I feel like I've been drowning. Like I can't mm. breathe. I was having issues breathing because I was hiding this thing. And so when it all came out in the open, man, and I thought I was done, it was like the Lord restored completely, 100% restored. Um, you know, my, my relationship with my pastors was, was great, better stronger mm -hmm. you know relationship with friends I actually cut out unhealthy friends yeah. and had more healthy friends in and and the uh the man who's my boss now mm. even you know before i got my job he went to pastor tess and was able to say is she ready and she said she's 100 percent ready wow and so huh. it was it was but but i think you know even though in the middle of the year where it's like hey we're sending you out to go do your thing and yeah. what are you doing now you know you're you <laughs> messed up but i think through that Again, just allowing the Lord is a process and surrendering mm. your whole heart to him and being humble through the process and allowing somebody else to speak into my life. Like I gave Pastor Tessa my location on my phone. <laughs> like I tell people that sometimes they're like, oh, you did what? And I was like, man, it was accountability. But like that was my decision. Yeah, yeah. But I was praying, Lord, what's going to help? What's going to help me from falling again? Yeah. Like I don't want to do this again. And it's like, mm. I will do anything you tell me to do. I will, you know, I'm going to like, somebody knows where I'm at at all times wow. other than you, Lord, you yeah, know, yeah. like he, knows and he would tell on me too but it was just like actually submitting myself under mm. some healthy pastors and and under healthy leaders in my life there was other people speaking into my life yeah um but i think yeah through that just knowing like man the lord like look look at our great bible heroes every yeah. single one of them hmm. have fallen right and usually like some of them it was it was bigger than anything we've done they've killed people murdered <laughs> people in cold blood and the lord's like yeah but my grace is bigger and mm. so i think what what like just I, I truly having a true revelation of the grace of God. Yeah. Um, you know, I think just a picture, one of my favorites is just the picture of the woman um, who was uh, caught in adultery and cast before Jesus. Mm. And what I take from that is just, you know, Jesus looked at her and said, um, God, I, I could just see him getting down on her level. Mm. You know, where are your accusers now? But I, I see you, I love you, I forgive you, but I love you too much to let you stay here. Wow. Get up, hmm. go on, yeah. don't sin anymore. Like you need to quit that because it's not good for you. Yeah. <laughs> it yeah. could kill you, hmm. but I love you too much to leave where you are. And and, and, and that was a true picture, picture of grace in my life when I had somebody look at me and say, man, yeah. I love you so much. Nobody's here to accuse you. Mm -hmm. Nobody's here, you know what I mean? I, like, she did. She defended me to people who were like, do you know what you're one of the people on your stage? She goes, actually, I know exactly what she's been doing because she was honest about every second of it. And, and it's like, it's wow. a big thing, but, but honesty, man, and humility and yeah. vulnerability goes a million miles. And that's all God's wants is your heart. Yeah. And, and so when I gave that to him and trust the process, it's like, man, where I've come in two years from that, it was two years ago, November 15th, when I sat down mm. from that moment and, and everything out on the table and just said, okay, I failed. I, I failed. And that was the thing though, is what Pastor Tess told me, you failed, but you are not a failure. Mm. You are called and you're anointed, but you're going to, we, we, I want you to be healthy before you can help. other. I know you want to help other people, yeah. but we're going to help you first mm. be healthy. And so now I'm doing what I'm doing, but it's because <laughs> of that is it is because actually owning up to that mistake and, yeah. and just allowing God to work in it, I guess. Mm. Yeah. Man, that's so good. You know, one of the big things that, uh, 
and we're, we're going to wrap up in a second. But uh, I just really got to get this off my chest because I didn't quite hear it when you first mentioned it and when we were first talking about it, but just even now uh, of just the submission, just, you know, the importance of submission, which for a lot of us, especially in our American culture, that's a hard word. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's like, ah, (laughs) I don't submit to nobody. You know what I mean? Like, I'm my own. I take care of my own. I handle my own. But um, just the power of submission. Like, I know it's easy to find your Barnabases, and I love how you, you you know, use that analogy of, you know, your peer-to-peer action that you can connect with. It's easy to do that. It's super easy to find those people that you can pour into. But sometimes it just, you know, our pride gets in the way to yeah. find that, uh, you know, that Paul that's going to speak into your life and hold you accountable. Yeah. And just the power of that. And I just really want to encourage you guys, you know, the big takeaways from this just awesome testimony is just one, God's timing and just being patient. You know what I mean? God loves you. You know, those desires he put in your heart, he cares about you and he wants you to have it and pray, bless God, you're going to have it. But be patient because uh, when you, when, whenever you uh, get something from your flesh of you doing it on your own, you have to keep it within your flesh. You're not going to be able to maintain it. But whatever you get from the Spirit, bless God, you know what? You're going to keep it within the Spirit of God in you. And it's just so much better. I think, what's that song? So much better your, your way. way. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Come on. And it's true. So just allow that to just really sink in. And then just finally just humble yourself, man. Be humble, be humble, because you know what? God cares about you, and he wants to give all the grace he can to you, but that only comes through you being humble and you being uh, just humble to him and humble to to authorities in your life. So, Tandra, that's deep. Come on. Yeah. Come on. Uh, Anything you want to share with uh, anyone? Just last shout-outs, anything? Man. Let, let him have your whole life. I promise it's miserable the other way. (laughs) Give it all, give it all to him. Um, like really, I I could not have imagined a better life for myself. I couldn't have planned it out better. It's a lot more fun this way. Like you, you have fun moments in the flesh, but it's a fun Mm. life. Um, living by the spirit and living in the spirit of God and, and actually dying to self (laughs) and allowing God to live in you. It's so sad. Like there's literally nothing like the satisfaction of 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 letting the spirit live out through you and just being able to be a testimony like it's an honor and so do it (laughs) (laughs) just do it (laughs) you guys are awesome thank you so much for tuning in chandra thank you so much for coming thank you so much jose it's so fun yeah all right peace a lot of things been on my mind lately a lot of things i've been ruminating and contemplating a lot of things have been stolen and taken by satan a lot of things i don't know about i'm just trying to make it but he can't phase me forget the 10 my lord god made me i ain't talking mike gill word to the underground yeah we making noise and if you didn't know about us yeah we them boys we be spitting smoke